my amazing friends. My name is Stephanie and welcome to this week's episode of the Citrus and Sun podcast. How are you today? I hope that you're finding so much zest and light in your day already. I feel so happy right now because I am sitting here with my coffee. It's Sunday morning um, and I have just been really looking forward to this recording time i knew i wanted to record on sunday morning because i just love the morning so much and i knew it was going to be a beautiful day and i was just very intentional about this time that i set aside and it's perfect i see the sun shining it's like starting to feel like summer in chicago where you wake up and it's like warm super early already and it's it's just this like good feeling i don't know it's like there's the coolness to the air but it's like warm at the same time does that make sense (laughs) it's it's amazing and i love it um and i'm feeling that today so i am just really happy to be here and to chat with you all today um last week i wanted to just mention we finished our mental health challenge of may for Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, And the last two episodes were just a recap of the mental health challenge that I did on TikTok. So um, each day I did a a different thing for my mental health, beginning with a different letter of the alphabet. And we talked about it on TikTok. And then on the podcast, we kind of did a little recap of all the letters the last couple weeks. So uh, if you are on TikTok and you would like to follow me, my username on there is citrus and sun podcast so definitely find me i'm really hoping to possibly get instagram going up this summer uh we will see i'm still in the works with that i haven't been on instagram in a couple of years so uh but i i would really like to connect with you all on there too in in kind of a different way so i'm kind of brainstorming some things with that um but yeah so check out the challenge and the last couple episodes I also wanted to mention, going along with that, another podcast that I would highly recommend listening to uh, that kind of goes along with some things we were talking about yesterday. So my friend Ryan, who I've connected with on TikTok, uh, he has a mental health page and posts a lot about mental health and mental illness. And he actually just started a podcast called the Take 10 Vlog. That's V-L-O-G. And it's on Apple and Spotify. And he goes into, in his second episode, I mean, his episodes are incredible uh, so far, and he just started. The second episode is all about mental health versus mental illness. And I just wanted to mention this in case you wanted to take a listen because I really enjoyed this episode and I feel like I learned a lot and like I know last week I mentioned in the podcast you know my challenge that I did was more geared towards mental health and there is a huge difference between mental health and mental illness and I think it's it's such an important difference to recognize. And he does an amazing job explaining this uh, and really just breaking it down in this episode. So I highly recommend uh, checking his podcast out. His introduction is amazing, just hearing the story behind why he started his podcast. And 
Uh, he already has a meditation on there, which is so good. And uh, I know his next episode is coming out very soon. So I would just highly recommend going to check his podcast out. Again, it's Take 10 Vlog, and he's also on uh, Instagram and TikTok under that name too. Um, so yeah, check it out. Highly recommend it. It's really good information. I think it's so amazing when we can be inspired by other people and learn from their experiences and their stories and just what they know from their own life. I That's why I just love connecting through social media and listening to other podcasts that people have worked to create from their own experiences. It's just amazing. And it's really cool to get a different perspective um, because we're all out there living our own lives, right? We're all having these unique experiences. And why not learn from each other? Why not take in the experiences and the moments of others and uh, connect on that way and, and see how they can relate or enhance our own lives. I just think that's so cool. So I'm just really grateful for the connections that I've made and are all that you are all teaching me. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. So let's jump into this week's episode though. Um, I know summer is coming. I'm really excited about that. I actually just packed up my classroom this past week. Uh, I'm a kindergarten teacher and the end of the school year is just always this very surreal like rush of emotions. I never know how to process it. I've been teaching for a very long time <laughs> and every year when summer comes around, I, I it's like I, I really don't manage my emotions very well. I, I feel so many different things. I'm so excited for summer. I'm so sad to leave this classroom family that I've spent every single day with for the past nine months. I mean, that is something I'll never be able to completely wrap my brain around. Um, that is just, it's a very difficult thing to do and to just to comprehend that you go from being with these these kids every day and then you just don't see them anymore and you're not ever together again in that collective way that you were. That's just a lot. Um, and I'm kind of going through those feelings right now and, and just packing up my classroom. And there's a couple more things going on too that I'll probably get to in a later episode. But it's just been a lot of emotions at the end of the school year. So um, I'm excited for summer. And one reoccurring thought that I always have at the beginning of every summer is I need to savor this because it goes by so quickly. It's like I get out of school and all of a sudden I blink my eyes and it's it's literally August again. <laughs> and I'm and I just I don't know. It's a really difficult thing every summer that I experience. It just goes by so fast. And I know others can relate to this too, right? Can you relate to this? It just goes by fast. Or maybe you feel this way about the holidays when they come around or just other parts of the year 
that you love. I personally feel this way about Halloween because <laughs> I love Halloween. And I, I mean, that is actually the one time of year that I savor so hard. It's Halloween starts on September 1st. I am celebrating it for two months straight. <laughs> and like believe that I get the most out of that season every year and I have no regrets. <laughs> I, I really do. I do everything that I want to do and I feel every piece of it. Uh, and I, I love it so much. And I think that's why I'm so intentional about that. I love summer too, but for some reason, I just can't, I cannot get myself to do the same uh intentional experience as I do with Halloween and I'm really determined to do that <laughs> this year but I thought today we could talk specifically about how to really savor adventures that we go on during the summer because I know that when summer comes around we're tr a lot of us travel a lot right because maybe our kids have time off we have more time off if we're in school uh, you know if you have vacation time you might be taking it during this time of year we just go on a lot of vacations in the summer and I think sometimes it's like I don't know why we do this but it's like why do we just travel like that in the summer I mean I know not everyone does that but I feel like summer is just this high um, intense intensity travel time and and we all just want to go somewhere and I think it's just because of the summer schedule right and we or the the schedule throughout the year like just more people have more time off in the summer it's just how we do things <laughs> uh, but it it leads to I think a lot of just like time going by too fast because we're trying to pack all of these experiences into these two and a half to three months and t yeah I mean time can just go by quickly and it can be a little stressful sometimes too because you're trying to make the most of this time that you have and you're trying to experience these vacations and these adventures that you're going on and, and you're trying to plan them and get in all of this all of these things while you have that time right that's just how I have felt. Maybe other people have had different experiences, but I, I think for me, I've been on a school schedule basically my entire life <laughs> because I got out of school and I immediately got my job as a teacher. So I have always had this time in the summer and I do work during the summer too, but I just have more flexibility with my time. And maybe that's what I'm getting at. We just have more, it seems that we have more flexibility during the summer. So anyway, I just thought we could kick off this summer season with talking about how to savor these adventures more during the summer months. And I, I'm calling them adventures instead of vacations because I just like the word adventures better. <laughs> I don't know. I just think... Like when you say adventure, it it just feels like, it just feels different than vacation. The word vacation to me makes me feel like I'm trying to escape something. I don't know. It's just this mindset that I have. And it makes me feel like the time is limited and I, it's, 
I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I didn't really do a good job (laughs) compiling my words before I started this conversation. But adventure just feels a little bit more uh, fun, I think. And it doesn't feel so... I really don't know what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> I have it in my mind. I actually have this like visual of what I feel like adventure is. And it's like this spontaneous, fun, uh, just like colorful time that you're on. I'm not saying vacation is like a bad word. <laughs> it's not. I just am choosing to use the word adventure. Uh, and that's what we're going with today. So The adventures that you go on are like you could consider them vacations, but they're just like these different things that you're doing. You're going to different places. You are planning these adventures. You're planning these this excursion. Oh, I like that word too. Where you're planning these excursions in other places. And even if the adventure is like an hour away from your home where you live, it's an adventure, right? You're going somewhere different. You're experiencing something new. You're in it. You're on a different like time schedule, right? It's just different. And these adventures are so fun, but also they can go by super fast. And we're trying to pack so many things in because it is a different kind of experience than our everyday life, right? So today I thought we could kind of talk a little bit about ways that we can savor those adventures and how we can use mindfulness Um, to do this and just some things we can do in the moment and even ahead of time to kind of make sure we are living in the moment and we are like just squeezing the most of these experiences and making really core memories that we'll remember forever. I'm realizing that I'm in this like chatting mode right now (laughs) and I think it's because I'm sitting here with my coffee and it's like this beautiful morning and I really love talking over coffee in the morning it's one of my favorite things to do even if it's on the phone I my mom and I do that sometimes and I just love it so I think that my brain is thinking that we're having like a coffee talk moment (laughs) and I really wish that you were here so we could have this back and forth conversation but that's what I'm going to envision right now I'm I'm just in this like chit chatting coffee talk mood so we're just gonna do that wherever you are right now whatever you're doing let's just pretend that we're having a conversation so feel free to just talk back (laughs) to me (laughs) or you know what also email me while you're sitting there, if you have any thoughts, my email is citrusandsunpodcast at gmail. You can just, you know, type out a couple thoughts while you're listening and then shoot them over in an email and it'll be like we're talking. (laughs) I would love that. Okay, so let's get into this. I am just going to go through some different ideas that I have about savoring your next adventure and using mindfulness to do this. And know that these ideas that I have can be used if you're going on a really big adventure somewhere far away or maybe you're just going somewhere not just I'm trying not to use the word just so much because it's not just (laughs) I, I mean if you're going on a weekend vacation which is equally as amazing I'm going to Michigan next week and 
I am so excited. I'm going to see my family and that is like an adventure to me. So these are different strategies that I'm going to be using um, on that trip too, just to really take in these moments with my family and it's, it's something that's out of my normal routine, right? And that's what I consider an adventure. So let's get into it. I'm going to go through a couple of ideas, a few ideas, and I'm really excited about these. I think that uh, maybe just picking a couple of these ideas out to do the next time you adventure <laughs> can really help just savor the moments and, and create those memories. So, okay, starting with my first one. The first one that I have is noticing details that photos are unable to capture. I love taking photos. I really do. I take so many because that is a way that I savor a moment and that how I can visually remember a moment. And I feel like a lot of us are like that. And I think taking pictures and videos is amazing and I think we should complete continue (laughs) completely continue doing that I also feel like there are parts of an experience that a camera just cannot capture so like what you see around you as in like this the weather maybe it's like a certain type of weather the scent that comes along with that Um, the food that you're eating. I know we can take pictures of our food, but like I'm talking about the taste of the food. Sometimes when we're going on these adventures, we're trying things that we've never had before. And it's a whole experience on its own, right? Um, You know, the conversations that we have with people, the feeling of like the sand beneath our feet if we're on a beach or the way the mountain seems to tower over over you like if you're somewhere that has a lot of like mountain landscape or different types of landscaping around you those are pieces of the experience that we can try to capture on film like especially where we are but it's it's just I don't know it doesn't do it justice right you know what I'm talking about it's so hard to truly capture it in a picture we can try uh, but nothing compares to what our eyes see and what our brain is taking in in the moment so I think what's super important is to pick out those parts of the experience that cannot be captured through a cam- camera lens and just to notice them. Just taking a look at them and shining a light on them and taking a moment to really just experience them and take them in. So using your senses, really taking a mental snapshot and also taking a real snapshot too with a camera. I think the combination of the two could be super powerful too because our memories can't remember like every single detail of things, but we can try, right? We can try by being more mindful and being more present and just stopping in a moment and taking it all in. So 
that's my first just idea. And I think just becoming aware of this is so important. Like even when we sit down, like I was talking about the food that we eat, take a picture of the food, absolutely do that. I think it's awesome to have that visual, but then also put the phone down and the camera down and just like take that first bite and really experience the flavors and the taste of what you're eating. Really experience the conversation that you're having with the other person. Experience it as like this collective moment, right? Um, No matter what you're doing. There are so many examples of this. I'm just using this like food one as one as one example. But I think that we can take in multiple sensory pieces of a moment and like collectively put them together to make this core memory. And all it takes is just a few seconds of mindfulness. And how cool would it be to to even experience that with the person you're with? Like if you're with someone, say like let's take a mindful moment right now and take in everything about this like let's take in the smells the sights the feelings that we have in this moment like a picture can't recreate a feeling it can give you a feeling when you look at it which we'll talk about later but it can't necessarily recreate that feeling that you're having in that moment um, and that feeling is is such a powerful part of a memory So just take in the moment, be with the person or the people you're with, do it together because I I think that could really make it more meaningful and more of an experience too. So that is my first thought. So notice details that photos are not able to capture. The next idea I have for you is one that I actually used to be way better with and I'm really trying to get back into this. Uh, I talked a little bit about it in my mental health challenge with journaling. I've just really neglected my journal lately. But my, my second idea for you is to write down your experiences and to put them in words, even if it's just a couple of words or like one or two sentences a day. Or maybe it's a, like a list or a gratitude list. Writing down our words and what we experience can just, it can help us remember things in a different way. When I did my study abroad program in London, this was like way back in college, this was something that I, I did. I had a journal and I wrote in that journal every single night and I was pretty detailed with what I wrote uh, because that was something that was important to me back then I really wanted to not only capture what I was doing in photographs but I wanted to write down the way I was feeling and just those inner thoughts I was having about the experience and I, I did and when I look back on that journal I can honestly feel exactly how I felt I even wrote down how I felt the day before I was leaving and how terrified I was and how I was catching this red eye to London it was this like spontaneous decision that I made to do this study abroad program I was going to be gone for six weeks which was the longest I'd ever been away from 
my family. It was the first time I was traveling to a different country. I was terrified and I wrote down every single thing I was feeling. And when I read that back, I can feel that that fear that I had. Uh, but then also I can feel the way that I changed throughout that trip because of what I wrote down and how my feelings just changed and how my confidence changed and it it was so cool to read that back and every time I do I just like get chills because I was so detailed with everything Um, and I'm so grateful to have that now I know that we can't always do that or some of us just aren't into writing that much but even if it's like I said, you just take five minutes at the end of the day or maybe you just like open up your notes app on your phone and type in a couple of things throughout the day or when you're having an experience like let's say that you just did something amazing for the first time. Like maybe you just rode a horse for the first time on an adventure or you like went skydiving or you went on this amazing hike uh, or you tried a new restaurant whatever it was or you had a moment with a loved one that you just feel all these feelings about open up your notes app and just type down a couple of words that you're feeling and just describe that and you can always you know put it on paper later but just to have that that memory in your own words is really a cool thing to look back on Um, so the one thing too that I loved about like the actual journal piece of it was seeing my handwriting and I know this sounds weird but just like even touching the pages of that journal and like knowing that I wrote that with that pen and it's like this it's like this still moment in time that I have this artifact of you know um and I love stuff like that like that stuff is just incredible to me and I value it so much and that's just me and maybe you might want to you know capture your moments in a different way Uh, but there is just something so cool about physically writing down uh, your memories like that and having them to show or to not show (laughs) um, but just to look back on later so it's just something to to think about and and it's always fun to buy a new journal or like a little notebook (laughs) to take with you on your adventure you know I've called it a shop opportunity before I think (laughs) but I I also just love um using journals and stuff but anyway that is what I have for that sorry I just got really distracted because I have my computer open and you know how on on Sundays if you have um an Apple or a Mac your screen time pops up and that just popped up and it like I don't know it gets me every time I'm like there's no way (laughs) that I had that much screen time and it like every week I'm like I'm gonna do better (laughs) with that next week and I never do I'm trying but I don't know if ever anyone else has felt that way. I get a little anxious for those notifications on Sundays. But you know what? It just came and went and 
I honestly didn't even see what it said because I was <laughs> reading my notes, but that sound, <laughs> it definitely triggered me a little bit in that moment. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the third one, the third idea that I have for you. My third idea is to get up early or stay up a little bit later to enjoy a quiet moment by yourself. I really like using the morning for this t- this time because I just love the morning so much uh, and I feel like that is my peaceful time of day. But I know a lot of people also really just love the nighttime and they're more like night owls and like to find their peaceful time when it gets late and after the day is done. So whatever you prefer, I think that this is such an important thing to do. I think a lot of times, I know for me, I intend vacations or adventures to be relaxing, uh, but the day gets really busy. And especially if you're trying to pack a lot of things in to a short amount of time, and it's really important that you get to all of those things and experiences that you want to do. But I think if we wake up, I'm just going to use the example of waking up early. Know that you can take this as staying up later too. <laughs> but waking up a little earlier to have a moment to yourself and just enjoy the stillness of the surroundings and the quiet, I think that this could really help set this like mindful tone for the rest of your day. I really do. And even if it's just like 10 minutes earlier to enjoy a moment to yourself. Sometimes for me, if I am on vacation and I just don't get a moment to do this, my whole day feels chaotic. (laughs) It just does because I need that time to myself. I need that time to like get my mind ready. I need that time in the quiet I can't just get up out of bed and like start going I have to do it sometimes and sometimes you just have to right but if you can I just really think that this could help and even like during this time setting an intention for yourself like on this day I intend to be present in every moment I intend to really enjoy this time with my family. Um, My intention is to feel peace throughout this day. My intention is to feel every moment with my heart today. My intention is to be patient with this day. (laughs) You know, all of these things that if you set these intentions and you take a moment to do this, before um, you have this quiet moment to kind of refer back to during your day when things get a little busy or um, there's just a lot going on or you feel like time is moving so fast. Taking that moment to, to do that for yourself and just to ground yourself a little bit, I, I find it very helpful um, to do that. And again, like I do this when I go back home to Michigan to visit my family like I will do this next week normally what I do is I I get up and I go make some coffee and I take it back to my room and I just sit and I either write in my journal for a few minutes or 
I just like take some time to clean up the room a little bit and that's really therapeutic for me too like even if it's just like your moment is like making the bed in the morning and you're just doing that by yourself and you're having that quiet moment now if you are traveling somewhere and you are staying in like a hotel maybe that quiet moment is just like leaving the room and going downstairs finding like a coffee shop really quick or sitting down in the lobby or um, if you have a, if you're lucky enough to have like a little balcony, maybe sitting out there for ten minutes, um, taking just a loop around the hotel, that can even be helpful. A five minute walk, um, just to have some time to yourself and to get ready for the day, and just to like ground yourself. And again, all these things are are ideas you can do at night too. Uh, well, maybe. Like, don't go on a walk at night (laughs) if it's really dark. I don't know. Maybe that you might have to (laughs) shift your activities a little bit with that. But but whatever it is, just taking that moment for yourself. Again, I think it can just really set a mindful tone and allow us to ground ourselves in our day. Okay, now I truly do feel like we're having a coffee chat because I just paused recording to go get another cup of coffee (laughs) and it just feels so good you know like if you're a coffee drinker you know when you just have that first sip of your new cup of coffee and it just oh it's so good and I just experienced that just now so you're experiencing it with me (laughs) Uh, okay so let's move on to the next idea so the next idea is actually one that I mentioned uh, in one of my recent episodes and That is to actually set an alarm or multiple alarms throughout the day on your phone that say stop and have a mindful moment. So I have done this before and it's really actually so helpful. So I'll go into my alarms on my phone. I'll set one for like the the morning, one for the afternoon, and then one for the evening. And I put these little like notes on them and, I, and it'll say like stop and take a look around or time for a mindful moment or what do you notice in this moment? Like you know how you can type little thing like a title to the alarm and this is so helpful because when the alarm goes off it just it forces you to stop because you have to turn the alarm off and even if that moment is like two seconds if that alarm just makes you stop and take in one second or one moment that you might norm not normally have taken in without the alarm then it did its job right so I highly recommend doing this it's it really is helpful and you can do this in your everyday life too I, I think that this doesn't have to be just a vacation strategy like I think that you could do this in your daily life and it, it just forces you to stop and and take a moment and maybe those are the three moments that you quickly jot down in your notes app like maybe if the idea of journaling or writing things down is a lot take these two or three opportunities of these alarms going off as your moments to like quickly jot down what you're feeling or what you see or what you can describe from what's happening in that moment. 
So that's kind of a quick one, but yeah, set a few alarms and give them cute titles. <laughs> it's really fun. And you can set them for different times of the day each day. Like they don't have to be for the exact same times because then it's like you're almost, you know it's coming. But when you set them for like a variety of times like each day and you switch those times up every day, it's like this like little surprise that you get. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, I have to take my mindful moment right now. And then that way you're kind of doing different things with every mindful moment because it's not at the same time every day. So just a little, I don't know, idea to try on your next adventure or maybe just try it today, like in your daily routine. Set a few alarms and take a few mindful moments. It really is a cool way to practice mindfulness. So try it out. Okay, the next idea on my list is, I feel like I should sing this one. Let it go. (laughs) How cliche is that? Let it go. (laughs) And how off-key am I? (laughs) Dad, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I know that's very disappointing. Uh, But let it go. It's really easy to get hung up on something if it doesn't work out exactly the way you had planned, right? Especially when you're on a special trip and you have these high expectations. I know that is something I've really tried to work on in my life because I would go on trips and vacations and I would have these high expectations and I would want things to be a certain way and and I would want things to go according as planned, as we all do. And sometimes they just don't because of weather or traveling you know sometimes flights get messed up um sometimes the place we're staying isn't exactly the way the place we wanted it to be (laughs) sometimes uh we just can't fit everything in and that can be really hard sometimes and it, it can be disappointing i think it's okay to let yourself feel that feel upset feel disappointed and then also at the same time take a moment and just notice the parts of of the experience that are making you happy or that are just simply good like what is going as planned and I think that this can really turn a moment around I think like for me I used to get stuck in moments uh pretty hard and I would let it ruin my experience I'm so ashamed to admit that I mean this is a while ago but I definitely like ruined some moments because I just got stuck in a moment of disappointment or I was just upset that things didn't go the way I wanted them to or I didn't get to do something uh, that I was really looking forward to doing so I think you gotta like find ways to let it go now I really try to simply just appreciate the fact that I am safe and I'm with people I love if I'm with people. <laughs> I really take in those two main things. So am I safe? Am I with the people I love? And sometimes just having that go-to check-in is enough to kind of ground you and take you out of that moment of disappointment it's okay if you still feel those things but 
maybe come up with some sort of like go-to phrase or just like two things that you can check in with yourself about. Like, do I have this and do I have this? Or what in this moment is going right? What do I have to look forward to still? Um, Maybe when can I do this again maybe I'll have another opportunity to do this again I don't know just come up with a couple of grounding statements and make them simple and I think that that could really help get you out of those difficult feelings and also I think it's kind of important too to remember that sometimes a change of plans can be a good thing if something doesn't work out maybe it's a good thing, you know? Maybe there's something else that you're supposed to be doing. There's this quote, and I don't know who said it, and I I don't know if I'm saying it exactly correct, but it's something along the lines of, maybe the things that didn't work out for you actually did work out for you. Does that make sense? Like, maybe you don't know it yet, but maybe not being able to do that one thing led you to be able to have this other really awesome moment that you wouldn't have had. So I think it's just keeping it in that perspective and and just trying to let it go and ground yourself in the good things as much as possible. I think that being mindful in this way can help us get past these times because they are going to happen when they travel like so many unexpected things happen when we travel because again we're out of our routine we're out of our comfort zone um it's easy to make mistakes sometimes when we're like a little flustered and we're just not in our normal day-to-day life and it's okay it's okay it's all good um just be mindful stay mindful and let it go okay i also have two last things one to do before you actually leave for your vacation and then the other one is to do after you come back from your vacation so okay the first one is winding down before you leave and having things ready far in advance so you can enjoy the days leading up to the vacation wow that was a mouthful (laughs) that was a really long I did not condense that at all um let's just call it wind down before you leave the the pre-vacation wind down okay I like that (laughs) so this might sound like a pretty uh like obvious concept but it is something that I have had to learn (laughs) over the years I have always been a very last minute packer and like get things ready to go which is not good it's just not good for me because what happens is I feel like I have this time because I'm like okay you know I have I have the night before it's fine I'll pack then I have all this time or I have the morning of no joke (laughs) and you know also there's so many other things other than just packing to get ready before you go like there's just a lot of other things especially if you're leaving for a couple weeks and you just need to take care of stuff around like run errands and make sure things are in order and it's just a lot and what happens to what used to happen to me I'm trying to get better at this but I would leave everything for the last day or two and I would just be scrambling unnecessarily because I have had plenty of time to do all of these things and I would be scrambling so stressed trying to get everything ready and then I would get 
like you know either on the road or on the plane whatever I'm however I'm traveling and I would still be anxious because I'm like did I forget something I did that so last minute I I know I forgot something and then I my brain and body would just completely crash and I would be exhausted because I've just been running around for the past 48 hours <laughs> you know trying to pack all of this pre-vacation stuff in so that just wasn't good and then it's like I just didn't even I wouldn't even enjoy the first day because I would just be like coming off this whole anxiety (laughs) train that I was just riding for the past two days Uh, it just didn't work well for me and it was it has been my goal to get much better at that so I have really been trying to like I mean, sometimes as far as a week and a half out, I look at the things I need to get done. I'll start packing a little bit and just slowly putting things in a suitcase. Um, And I'm just, I really try to make lists now. Again, I know that a lot of you probably already do (laughs) these things that I am apparently just learning to do, (laughs) but better late than never, right? And what's great is I've just, I think it's so cool to have part of your vacation or adventure experience be before it even starts because you know that feeling you get like that anticipation that you get before a trip and it's like so exciting and you're looking forward to it and it's this unknown and and you want to be able to enjoy that feeling you want to enjoy it the couple days leading up to the the trip and I know that I was not able to do that. I missed out on a lot of that because I was always so stressed out all the time. So now I try to get everything done ahead of time. So like the two or three days before I leave, I am just like hanging out. (laughs) I am winding down, ready to go Um, or gearing up, ready to go. I don't know, however you want to look at it. Um, But either way it's a much more enjoyable experience and I can even just like reflect on what I want to do on my trip too and like be more mindful in that way so if you're like me and need a little help with this (laughs) just take this advice from me and start preparing ahead of time and give yourself a nice like two to three days of wind down pre- adventure time to just soak in the anticipation of going on this trip it really adds a lot to the experience and then when you get there you won't be so elevated (laughs) I remember just being so elevated and and I don't know high energy but not in a good way so yeah remember that for your before your trip now after your trip something that I've also really tried to do and I I honestly want to do a whole um, podcast episode on this because I just love doing this but and there's a lot to say about it you wouldn't think there would be but there is but printing your photos you're like what are you getting at Stephanie (laughs) just get to the point printing your photos it's huge and I If you're a big picture taker, which I am, you know, you have all these pictures on your phone and mine just sit there and there's just something about having this printed copy of these memories and being able to hang them up or put them in a 
place, like even if it's just in a box, that's fine. Throw them in a box, um, a photo box, or putting them in an album. I really love photo albums. I really do. And I don't know. There's just really something about that. And I think that being able to flip through the actual physical photo that you have and remember like the visual now so now you have this visual remember we talked about taking in the feelings and some of your other senses that you might be using or like the conversations now when you see that picture of that beautiful pasta dish that you had um you can also remember the candlelight that was that was glowing on you know the person's face who you were with or the conversation that you had with that person or the smell of the restaurant or the sounds of the um the surroundings that you were in or maybe like the surroundings of like where you were when you're eating this pasta and you're out looking around I don't know I I think that (laughs) coupled with the visual and then all of the other mindfulness things that you're doing in these moments I just think it's kind of cool to have both um and then just yeah like having those photos to look back on after your trip and reminiscing and having them to look back on in a few years is just so cool so I think that we can kind of put all of these mindful strategies and moments together to just really enhance our experience and create more vivid memories and just savor these moments of of the adventures that we have in our lives okay that is the end of my list in this current moment i'm sure i will think of more later (laughs) but this is what i have right now for savoring uh our next adventure using some mindfulness so let's go through and just do a little recap of all of these So the first one we talked about was noticing details that photos are unable to capture. So this is like your senses, the weather, conversations that you have, the way things feel like under your feet. Um, If you're walking on sand, all of that, just really taking those moments in and shining a light on them to make them more memorable. Number two was write it down. So remember, this doesn't have to be a huge like journal entry. It can just be how you're feeling in a moment, one thing that's going on, um, one thing that you see, three things from the day that you're grateful for. It can be whatever you want, but just there's something about writing things down that just make what you're experiencing a little bit stickier, you know? Number three was getting up early or staying up a little later to enjoy a quiet moment. So getting in that peaceful time in the day so um, you can set some intentions for yourself and just have a moment with yourself. I think that's so important during a busy uh, trip. The next one was setting a few alarms, a few mindful moment alarms, and don't forget to give them cute, like, little phrases <laughs> that pop up when the alarm goes off but just reminding you to stop and kind of just notice what's around you the next one let it go so if something does not work out exactly the way you wanted it to um, just allow yourself to feel that way but also uh, give yourself a moment to notice the good and have those little phrases that you can go back to to ground to ground yourself what are your check-ins the next one was 
the wind down, <laughs> the wind down. Uh, I keep thinking wind down. I mean, you can do a wind down too <laughs> before you <laughs> before you leave. Maybe you know, enjoy a nice glass of wine. But a wind down <laughs> before you leave, and and have that be a couple of days so you can really enjoy that time before you leave. And then the next one is print printing your photos. Print those photos out on your phone. Maybe pick like. 10 or 15 of them to print out and print some extras out remember the days when we like would get doubles of photos and I remember I would give them to my friends it was so fun (laughs) do that and surprise your friends or family whoever you were with with some printed out photos I'm going to add one right now actually that I just thought about too I think it's really important during a trip and and after to allow yourself moments of rest. I I just thought of this. I feel like so often we think that when we go on a trip and we have all these things planned, like resting is a waste of time or we're not like getting the most out of the, the vacation. Even though sometimes we go on a vacation just to rest, but other times we pack our schedule in, right? And we, I don't know, I've felt like this before where I, if I am just like relaxing or need just like an hour to chill, I almost feel guilty about it. And I think it's important that we shift that mindset a little bit and remember that our body does need moments of rest, especially when we're out of our normal schedule. Uh, so remember to just take some mindful moments, notice how your body's feeling. And if you are noticing that it's tired or sore from walking or whatever it may be you know take that in and listen to your body and listen to what your mind is telling you too and make sure we respond to that and take care of ourselves because i think when we do that we can actually enjoy ourselves more in the long run um, of the vacation and this goes for when you get back too i think it's like also not realistic to try to jump right back into every single thing we were doing before we left I know sometimes we have to we have to go back to work right away or we we have to resume some of those normal routines but pick out a couple things that maybe you don't need to start right away (laughs) and give yourself and your body enough time to like rest again just rest and get back into normalcy because that can take a toll on your body too and it can just make you tired. So just, I think, being mindful of those things and giving yourself grace and not feeling guilty is really important. And it can just, again, make the experience, even coming back, more enjoyable too. Uh, because it's hard to come back sometimes <laughs> from a from a trip. It is. Normalcy, normalcy and um, routine do feel so good, but it's hard. It's hard sometimes. (laughs) So keep all those things in mind, I think. And I'm definitely going to be doing that too. So that's it. (laughs) That's it for today. Thank you for coming to my coffee talk. (laughs) Thanks for uh, chatting with me. And I am wishing you so much zest and light in this first week of June, if you're listening to this in June. (laughs) Uh, Summer is coming and I'm excited to uh, 
get some summer episodes out for you in the next few weeks. I'm kind of brainstorming some ideas. So be on the lookout for those. We're going to have a great summer. Uh, and yeah, I'm just wishing you so much zest and light in all of the adventures that you're planning or adventures that you're currently on. Um, and yeah, here's to summer. <laughs> and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.